right, guys. And just like that, and we're ju- at episode nine. And just like that, we're at episode nine. Um, I'm just going to put an idea out here. Talk to me. Favorite episode so far? Ooh, very good question. Just a concept. Um, it feels like forever ago that we watched that abysmal mm-hmm. episode one. Mm-hmm. So episode one might be my like hate favorite because it was just insane. We were triggered beyond <laughs> I was triggered. I don't know my favorite episode. What do you think? Um, I think I think I mean this is my favorite episode. Okay. Yeah. This was a good episode. It was really good. And I'm actually pulled up a text from our um most recent guest, Jen, who said, best episode yet. It took nine episodes for the writers to hit their stride. It felt like the old Sex in the City, but mixed in with modern plot lines. I loved it. Um, well, I mean, it was good compared to the other dumpster fires. And then Charlotte is such a nice mom. Yes. And so. So I think you're right that this probably is the best episode thus far. And um, all of those observations were correct. And I really loved Charlotte in this episode. Loved Charlotte in this episode. I love the rhythm of this episode. And I think that's what made it feel like old sex in the city in a way. Yeah. And it also feel like it felt like. They like, honestly, I feel like they just loaded that first pilot episode with all the wokeness as mm-hmm. humanly possible, thinking this is how we're going to attract a larger viewer base. I mean, they got a lot of bad press, so maybe yeah, they, maybe, maybe it worked. Maybe it maybe worked. Maybe SJP is a marketing genius and she's like, did all of that intentionally and they she knows what she's doing. Um. Okay, let's do a quick re- recap. Yeah, do your this famous recap. This is episode nine, No Strings Attached. So in this episode, Carrie is debating what to do with her wedding ring, if she should wear it or not. She ends up putting on Big's old ring. She is, it's kind of weighing her down. She won't go, she doesn't go on a date with a math teacher because she's still thinking about Big. And she almost loses it during the episode when they're painting homes for Miranda. So in this episode, uh, Carrie is really grappling with the loss and moving on. And this seems like an epi- a turning point episode where Carrie's going to come to some sense of closure. Miranda in this episode confronts the status of her relationship with Che and with many awkward scenes, as per usual, with the Miranda-Che dynamic. Yep. And they... Ki- they discuss with Miranda about the non-traditional dynamic that they need to have. Yep. Right. And it's interesting because Miranda touches on a lot of the stuff that we've talked about recently about Mm -hmm. like dating rules and clinginess. So it was interesting to see that play out with like an older woman in a non-traditional relationship. And then menopause was a big menopause is a big part of this episode. And then the last plot point was with Charlotte and her daughter that her daughter is um, has her period needs needs to learn how to use tampons and we have this kind of great mothering scene with Charlotte um, teaching her daughter while Charlotte's kind of going through menopause. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly think 
that like which we had talked about, which is like, I don't know, like because I kind of wanted to see the torch passed, so to speak, to a younger generation. The tampon torch. <laughs> the tampon. <laughs> a bloody tampon. Yeah. <laughs> a torch. Um, so I do like seeing that in this episode, you know, we're seeing Charlotte, you know, her daughter Lily is becoming a woman, so to speak. And yeah, 15, I guess that's... I mean, I got my period when I was... I had just turned 12, so oh, you I was were really young, yeah. It's always funny I'm when so you hear about those girls who were, like, nine. Oh, You're my like, God. At nine? At no, nine. One, no one had their... Like, at that age, like, not many people had their period. And I remember people being, like... we Like, people were just, like, starting to, like, learn about it. And people were like, oh, my God, do you hear Bloody Bullock got their period? And I'd be like, oh, my God, that's <laughs> wild. <laughs> Knowing well I'd gone through, like, many menses at that point. <gasps> <Many> men's- <laughs> okay, so this is a perfect intro to, well, let's just do the we're Charlotte. Just, we're just Lily getting in there. Mm-hmm. So the, the plot that this all starts with is that Lily freaks out over getting her period and having her period app say she's going to have her period on this certain date where she was supposed to have a pool party in the Hamptons. We hear a blood curdling scream. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Bloody tears. And we find out that Lily is too afraid to use tampons. Now, this elicited very different reactions in Gilly and I. I did not. <laughs> I didn't state my reaction, but I was very frustrated. Okay. I. Okay. So. I and I'll get more into it, but I want to hear your reaction. I had this exact same scenario happen to me. What? Well, picture this. Picture. I this. guess you're twelve. Well, I was. I, I just turned twelve. Okay. And I had my period, and I was like, the I like I couldn't even like tampon. Like I I just mentally was like not. It was too intimidating to use a tampon. I was like absolutely not going to go there. No thanks. So I went 4 years until I was 16 until <laughs> with pads <laughs> and the like <laughs> before wearing tampons. And I remember I had to like put my big girl pants on and I could not figure out how to get it up. Oh, so you really related to this episode. Oh my God, I related to this episode. Well, tell me your reaction before I go into okay. detail. I'm, I'm so happy to go into detail. <laughs> I was a little bit of a late bloomer. So I got mine like a couple days before I turned 14, which I think is actually pretty typical. No, that's normal. I would say it's pretty normal. Yeah, that's average. And I was a swimmer, so there was really oh, no option. Right. There was no choice. So I have I think I've used a pad maybe once in my life. <laughs> I'm being serious. I used a pad last week. What are you talking ne- about? I don't. I've never used them. First off, what I the hell do you do? So also, I haven't had a period since I was like 21 because I have an IUD. Okay, let's okay. Let's so fuck that. Let's, let's go to age 20 or whatever. Eight, eight, okay, I have. Only, there were seven years. I've only ever used tampons. So what did you wear when you went to bed? A tampon. I mean, I've done that. I do that. But you're not supposed to do that. Okay, I've probably of, used what is it? I, TSS? Was I, it toxic shock yes. syndrome? Okay, so I understand this all. I think pads are so bizarre and archaic. I don't understand them. And, and then am I? Res- and I know that I know I sound like a non-woman. I feel like a no, non-feminist. no. I just feel like your flow must have been so different from mine. <laughs> you're like no, hundred percent. Because my I know- flow was out of control and i would like i needed to have 
a pad, and then I needed. To, okay, sorry, I'm going. I'm getting TMI. I might be. I needed to have like extra listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, you guys can fast forward like three minutes if you're not into this. But like, I used to have to like layer like sheets of toilet paper above the pad because it would get so insane by the time I woke up eight hours later. You should see my face right now. <laughs> I'm horrified. <laughs> okay. I, my flo- I was like, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. What? I would have a, cr- a crazy flow until a couple years ago. Mm. And, but I've, n- I've never had a situation quite like Charlotte's. Yeah, no, and honestly, I don't think people do. That's an extreme version of it. And what we're referring to is in the end of the episode, Charlotte, who's kind of touted that she's entering menopause finally, yes. she hasn't gotten her period, ends up getting this like, quote unquote, surprise period flow that Miranda says happens in menopause. Yeah. It's like this kind of one last two raw. And it's and she's wearing this white painter's overalls for Miranda's like house yeah. project. And she has a period blood all over. And in movies, in media, it's depicted that way. And I just don't think in reality it is. And I think that no. actually scares young girls. Oh, I, I'm so glad you said that because I think like, how many times in your life have you been with your girlfriends and be like, can you check me? Yes. Am I okay? Am I okay? As you say, no, you're good. You're totally fine. You're great. That was <laughs> such a thing. Yeah. That was such a thing. And you know what though? Like, I don't ever worry about that. I'm so surprised that this episode for be, I mean, for this show, for being so like kind of woke yeah. and new age, didn't mention like diva cups. Like, don't oh, you think like Lily is all about, you know, won't even ask a waiter for a straw and Ma- Madame Alexandra dolls are not OK. And yeah, yet, yeah, yeah. You know, like single use. But I don't know. So I feel like they could. They, this was an opportunity to talk about diva cups. I think you're right. I actually that's really interesting. Actually, That's not only really a first timer thing, though. It's. If you can't get a tampon up, I don't expect you to get You're not maneuvering that thing. Cup up your badge. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, I feel like um, I lost my train of thought. I feel that. Oh, I've like, honestly, I have bled through my jeans when I was younger. But even then, it was never noticeable. No, and it's not like. It's not your asshole. You know, <laughs> yeah. a lot of the times they make it look like it's like you're from your butt. You yeah, know? It's yeah, like not. totally. Anyway, tell this, me about. I want to go into because I'm comfortable. Yeah, I'm please. Why not? The about story. my tampon issue, but what? Yeah. So you wore tampons right away. So I remember this. If okay. my mom's listening, she'll remember this too. <laughs> that when I first got my period, it was in eighth grade, and I was a very a very shy child. Yes. I did not like talking about yes. bodies. Oh, I boy. was yes. very very shy. I didn't talk about anything that happened in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> anything that happened in the no, bathroom no, no, was neither for did me, I. No. And so I remember I like begrudgingly told my mom, and like then she was like, I was wondering where it was, like some like mom comment but like god bless her and then i'm not kidding you this lady went like i was i I was just i went home as a friday i'm sitting on the computer just like probably looking at like jude law websites or something because i'm obsessed (laughs) with him (laughs) that's a story of another time and she came back with probably 200 worth of like every product she could find at target like you know the giant bag where they have to like go like behind the counter to get the biggest bag possible oh my god stuffed with every single thing (gasps) And I mean, like, thanks, mom. Like, being such an unappreciative little girl. I know, girl. but it's like, it's hard when you're- I know. Because you're a girl. Yeah. But I just opened the tampon box, read the directions, did it, and that was it. 
truly, I never struggled. That's with it. fucking insane. Never struggled. With I it. remember when I got my period, my mom was like, you're now a woman. And I was like, ah, I don't want that. No, I'm not a woman. I'm like two years old. I'm like 11, 10, 12. And then she's like, can I tell my friend? And I was like, you cannot tell your friend. This is humiliating. And I've been seeing enough like videos in health class. And I'm like the first one out of everyone to get it. And so so here's here's my tampon yeah. situation. I... You know, the first year, let's say, I was like, I'm on the bad train. Like, I am not going to even try. And I remember attempting to put a tampon in multiple times. And I was actually putting it, as Charlotte said, like, you need to go to the back. And I was putting it too forward where it was almost hitting where, like, where I pee. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so... You know, for years, I was like, I can't figure this out. And I remember being on vacation with my friend's family and her two older sisters who were like very sexually active teenage girls. And I remember they were like, wait, you don't know how to put a tampon in? Oh. And I was like, I don't. Okay. <laughs> don't. Sue me. <laughs> and I remember my mom called the doctor and the doctor like, she, they put me on the phone. She like put her on the phone. The doctor was like, this is what we're going to do. I want you to like put some Vaseline Sorry. on the table. <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> you had a phone call, like basically like a virtual Zoom conversation with a doctor. <laughs> we're on the phone and the doctor basically told me to lube up the tampon with <laughs> Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm and sure then she helped. said squat and here i am and i'm like i've done all like i have squatted and then she she said it goes back on an angle and in my mind i'm like lady it's not gonna work and then it immediately worked how yeah so super helpful it changed my life yeah yeah and from then on i was like honestly i was like a new woman i yeah. was a woman i was like freedom i wear tampons <laughs> i right? make choices seriously uh, i'm a free woman I'm an independent woman very interesting in this episode it <laughs> talked about something about different not that naya um miranda's professor represents like all black people yeah i, I don't that's wouldn't be fair but naya makes this comment that uh that no one in my family uses tampons and i've found culturally i think and ethnically there are differences in like menstrual product usage in that I, a lot of my friends who are Dominican don't like, sure, they might use a tampon, but most of them are using pads. And, and, and I had asked, oh, why is she? Because did she say, did I say she's never used a tampon? No, I, I don't say? know that. But she says, oh, no one uses them in my family. Oh, yeah, that's what she said. So yeah. maybe and I, I actually I like that they at least mentioned that there are some just differences in like yeah. what's I, I don't know. And so I remember ta- I just assumed that everyone used. Yeah, tampon. I've never I've never. No, because I asked Sarah, I was like, wait, what? What did she say? No one's ever used a tampon? Yeah, no one yeah. in her family had. So kind of interesting. Um but I thought that Charlotte in this episode was a really cute, good mom. And I'm really loving Charlotte in this series. Yeah, me too. I She's super eager for life. Yeah. And I you think know? that they paint. She's yeah, exactly. Well put. I she they I think that she's embodying her character like kind of 
the most on brand, if you will. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love, I mean, we watched Charlotte's character for years trying to like reach this goal of having a family. And here she is doing it. Relishing it. it, And doing it well. Doing it so well. And like loving her children. And I think it's a really, I've, at first I thought she was super annoying. Yeah. But I'm, she's be, becoming my probably my favorite character in the the series so far. Yeah. Um and next week it looks like it's the season finale and Rock has her bay or they mitzvah. Yeah. Interesting. It's another opportunity for yeah. Charlotte to be the good mom and coming to yeah. terms with her daughter's identity. Um or her child's identity. So let's talk about Miranda's plotline because it's so super fun. Oh my lord. So okay. I have so many like mixed feelings about what why don't you do another like little recap of so we left off with miranda going to cleveland surprising che and we misread the uh sneak peek from last week assuming that she surprises che in cleveland no this episode she surprises che at her apartment and it was Hard to watch. Yes. If and Miranda even states in this scene, like, oh my God, if I was doing this to a guy, I would never have done this. Shown yes. up unannounced with cookies. And yeah. it was kind of it, we've talked about this. We've talked yeah. about like, quote unquote, are there actual dating rules? Are there things yes. you do or don't do? I would say yes. in this case, you don't show up randomly to someone's apartment with cookies when you first start dating. Because it's 2022 and you, you have a phone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like no yeah. one has shown up at someone's door post the like the new like Y2K. Absolutely not. No, I don't like. And that's something I cannot get over Seeing in TV, even, it doesn't happen. even in weird. How I Met Your Father, like the new series, no one shows up at someone's door. Especially in New York City. Especially I'm in New York City. If you are, let's say, a neighbor in the suburbs, you knock and bring over some food. That works. Yeah. For somebody out of their way to knock on my door and be like, what the fuck are you to doing commute here? To commute to? It's I, weird. I can recall one time that's happened to me since I, when I lived in New York, which is they happened to be in my neighborhood and they were like, fuck it, let's ring her doorbell. And we had tea and I had like three friends come That's over. Lovely. It was so lovely and it was so fun. But it was but it was also because it was like a kind of a novelty thing because they didn't live in Brooklyn. So they were like, you know what? Like, how often do we walk past this person's door? Yeah. You know, again, this. This happens too much in this show. Random, it's happening random, way too like much. drive by, like walk, stop bys, but and also never surprise anybody. Like no. maybe that's my inner, like, maybe on their anxiety. maybe on their birthday, maybe even not. You know, I, know. I, I always assume that, like, I don't know, like, I don't like even if I'm in someone's home, I don't even want to open a drawer because I feel like I, I don't want to be surprised. I don't ever want to see something I don't want to see. And you're a planner. You also yeah. probably don't want other people to catch you off guard because I think yes. you like to. Virgo. And I'm, I'm, it's yeah, Virgo. And the Capricorn in me, you know, if we want to <laughs> delve into this, like I'm a serious bitch, all right? I, I plan things. Things need to be cleaned before. But in this scene with Che and Miranda, Che says, like, we are not a, you know, a traditional couple. And yeah. then Miranda's kind of interpreting it like, 
because Miranda, at the beginning of the episode, refers to herself as Che's girlfriend. And Che's face is very questioning. And And I didn't really understand that because in the prior episode, Che was wanting commitment out of Miranda. Che was wanting. Yeah, Che's a fuckboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay's a fuckboy. So that's exactly what a fuckboy would do. They would say, I love you. Like, oh, leave your there. husband for me. Like, okay, if you're, oh, you're not an open marriage, then I can't be with you. And then when Miranda shows these grand gestures of interest, like showing up with cookies, it's like, I'm working. You should have texted me. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind yeah, of yeah, some yeah, mixed yeah. signals. But yeah. so I'm, you can kind of see already where the Che Miranda plot line is going to go. Like Miranda is yeah. going to have her heart broken. Oh, you think into so? Pieces. Absolutely. That's interesting. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I do. Lo- I did agree with Che when they said, like, don't lock us into limiting relationship tropes. Yes. Or something like that. Yes, they, that's, what, that's what they said. They were basically saying, like, you know, I I mean, Che is non-binary and in general, like, doesn't want to be put into binary gender role tropes. For me, as someone who is in binary relationships, I also don't like binary tropes i really yeah they don't need you don't need boxed in i don't like boxes i don't like this idea especially when it comes to women and aging i really don't like this idea where it's like oh he's gonna just be with a younger woman and i just because like i i just feel like i don't know personally like my life mantra is like if you believe in something then it's true for you Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't believe in something, then like you, you only believe like what's true is what you believe in. You kind of create your own reality. Manifesting. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a manifester? <laughs> Manifesting. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so I, I think that there are a lot of like really like, I don't know, kind of gross gender roles that, you know, there's yeah. some people I know who really believe in and then others who don't and um so what do you think in relationships that you know and see are traditional gender rules and norms in relationships that you think are very common um i think i think one that like personally like that like strikes a nerve with me is this idea of like having to make sure like a man is pleased sexually so he doesn't leave you. Maybe that's my own insecurity. No, I think that's very. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 laughing just because I, I think of people I know in like long term relationships who are <laughs> yeah. just like, I don't care. Like, they, I think they care, but it's not like. Yeah, it's almost like that's like a worry in like new relationships where you're like you have to be yeah. pleasing a man, and then I think you kind yeah. of like yeah. I I yeah. feel like now it's a a, a lot of <laughs> when I know in long term relationships it's about the man pleasing them. Yeah, it's actually and making sure that yeah. they're satisfied. But I know what you mean about that like trope in a relationship that like make yeah. sure he's pleased like in the bedroom in the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I yeah. don't cook. Yeah, <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> well, then another one I would say is like. You know, like a woman's probably going to have to do a lot of like the house domestic stuff. And um, 
you know, when you ask them to do something, you then come off as a nag. And so you have two options. You can either boil inside and be pissed off Mm. or you can say something and come off as a nag. So Mm. I that's like another one where I feel like I'm trapped. Like, you know, that's a trap. Um, So I get I I needless to say, I get what Shay is saying by like. Miranda, like this is just you and me like, showing up not... with cookies has nothing to do with like, you know, but you know what, though? But Jay fuck, is a... no, but fuck Jay in this. Honestly, yeah. if, OK, I, I'm very torn with this thing. If I was I am, really yeah. interested in somebody and they showed no, no, no. If a guy randomly showed up at my door and I'm sorry, let's go. To, yeah, the only people I did are men. So that's the only yeah. experience I, I can bring this with. Yeah. If a guy showed up at my door with cookies, that'd be weird. Now, if he Uber sent me cookies, that'd be amazing. Can I ask you a question? What? She should have sent her the, co- okay, the cookies. Okay, let's let's say, I mean, here's the thing. This scenario would have been different <laughs> if Che lived on like a seventh floor walk up. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what are you talking about? Describe what wait. <laughs> like imagine a guy or anyone for that matter <laughs> showing up unannounced and hiking up like seven <laughs> flights in a walk up to give you cookies. Yeah. Like I'm just thinking reality wise, like this show, it's it's, just, it's a show. I get it. But like it when you like actually try to envision things and like, yeah, real, like oh, I'm yeah. in a walk up right now. Like it no one's be, walking up those stairs would, to deliver you shit. If you came out, if you surprised me up eight flights, I would call the police. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like, what are you doing here? I can't escape. You trapped me pretty much. <laughs> like, do you need some? water like, <laughs> no clearly if someone actually also if somebody goes up that many flights of stairs you have to like offer them the restroom <laughs> yeah. like they've made they put on a journey i ever do you remember um you we, we can believe about their days the guys who live down yes in of course of and course walk up those stairs and then we get up like, <gasps> and, and then and like i need water in the back people who would want to take a smoking break i'm like walk-ups <laughs> make you a non-smoker i'm sorry like, no you're right. And so actually, Che, as successful as they are with their Netflix series, lives in a pretty traditional, like, big complex yeah. on an elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe maybe they have a really But it nice looks like there was inside. only, like, one flight that Miranda had to. That's actually true. Sorry. So, we're getting uh, into the minutiae. New York City real estate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I think if I were Miranda, I would have just seamlessed Che some cookies. Yeah. Like thinking of you like blah blah blah. Yeah, that that would be great. That would be that always accepted. But I do food sent always, but hand delivered, no. But this is actually something that is interesting about the dynamic is that doesn't okay. This is what bothers me about their relationship or their dynamic is I feel like Che is very dominant. And I think it's kind of unfair at times. I think Che is like, this is how we do it. Things are done. And this is how things aren't done. And, yeah. and Miranda has just essentially like taken a huge leap of faith in her marriage or breaking up her marriage and, and is entering a whole new world of, of being queer. And Miranda is trying to be spontaneous and, and clearly Miranda's listening and trying to take notes and 
you know, is really, she's, she's really trying. And so I didn't like that Shay was like, kind of reprimanded her. Yeah, that's, that's it. Like, and that's where it feels like there's an imbalance where it's like, it's like Shay's her, Shay's her queer guru. And Miranda totally. is like her disciple. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, bowing yeah. at the altar of Che and listening yeah. to every like word that she said. And they, I, they say, fuck, I've done that so many times. Yeah. Fuck, I keep misgendering. Yeah. And 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 yeah. for me, like with just in my like if I'm thinking about myself, like I feel like very like sexual and confident when I am more like in a confident relationship or dynamic or of course. And so it's it's really hard to watch Miranda kind of like fumble and be insecure and be like, oh, my God, so sorry. Like, it, do, you, do you think it's, it's hard just, to watch? Desperate. Do you think it's hard to watch because there's a part of us that have been that? hundred percent. Because I've so. OK, so, you know, the popular podcast, We Met at Acme. Right? Yes, of course. And there's the, um, she actually talks about a rule about like. And it's a rule I totally agree yes. with about women not giving gifts early on in like anything. Okay. <laughs> and so I agree though. That's like, and this is something yeah. super, super common. Oh my God. That and women I've done do. that. Oh my God. I've Who done it. hasn't? We love, if you're like, your love language is gift giving. Oh, like, I am cooler. a gift giver. So that is my I have love language. two hilarious stories about this. So oh Dakota, <laughs> oh no. when Dakota was doing, and I may butcher this, I'll have to ask him later. But when he, cause he did a lot of like online dating and this one girl like really liked him. Him, but then a week after their first date, she sent him a copy of Elena Ferrante's My Brilliant. <laughs> so I kid you not, we have three fucking copies of that book. And one of them is from like a random online date of his. And I remember him being like, first off, is this some like subliminal thing? Like we're friends. But it was also she's like, no, I just it's a really nice book. It I is want an, you to have it. I haven't read any of the books, and but I've heard only amazing things early for a girl. Yeah. Now, another one, my <laughs> brother, this girl that oh. he was like kind of seeing, and then she would send him gifts, like random nice gifts. And Nick was like, it's too much. It, it, it was like a turn off for him because it's like, it. I, I don't want that. And I, I think a lot of men are like that. If In the beginning, like women, if you're listening, don't send gifts. That's a rule that know. what Lindsay talks about on We Better Act yeah. that I have many stories from men who agree with. Okay, so can I tell you about when I gave a gift? Sure. <laughs> you like don't want me to No, because I don't. I don't want What's that thing? What's the other German word for like secondhand embarrassment? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's what this is. This whole Miranda Che is like secondhand embarrassment. Okay, okay mine do? was, it's not that complex, but I used to work in, I still work in textile design, but I used to work for two different manufacturers, one of which always had so many towels and it was constant, constant give it like towels. And one of the brands was Lacoste. And so we had all these like really nice. Oh, towels. I remember your towels. Yes. You gave me one. Yes. I have one. They're great. So you, <laughs> you have one. I gave our friend Lansing a robe that he still wears. Like I had so many towels. And I remember giving this guy who I'd seen a few times and we really, really clicked a towel, like two like navy blue Lacoste towels. Ooh. That was the last thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got some nice towels. And you didn't get another I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, but the thing is, I've definitely been given gifts by guys and that's a double standard because guys give gifts all the time. I've never been given a gift by a guy who I hadn't been dating for at least a month. Dakota did one to me. 
you want to know what he did? He re-gifted the Elena. For <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. So I had told him that um, in the school that I was working at, my we have like all the water had lead in it. So my students, I work oh, with kids with special needs. Up. They were drinking this like terrible water, oh whatever. And this so is like he Flint, Michigan. sent me a Brita filter that filters oh, out lead really nice. for my classroom. Yeah. See, that's deep though. I know. So it was a, it was like listening. It's not like, just for you. It's no, also it's for, for the kids. Students. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. And so he might not want to. No, he date, he like <laughs> me. When we first started dating, Dakota knew what he was doing with dating me. Like <laughs> pulled out all of the stops. And honestly, it worked really well. Because because if you're not, but the thing is, if I had done that stuff, they'd be like, whoa, stage five clear, <laughs> you know? So I think maybe that's a double standard. And in this case with Che and Miranda, Che's like, there is no mold for us to fit into. Like, this is something else. And that must be really confusing if you're used to dating one way and yeah. kind of because dating is it's kind of like acting in a game in which you're like here's my move and this is your move this is my scene this is what I say yeah. here and and women are particularly accustomed to kind yeah. of playing this role yeah so it's really interesting that Miranda got, gets caught in this yeah because we've all been there and I think Miranda was trying to say like or at least maybe what she should have said is like I've been accustomed to dating like men for so long. And so yeah. this is kind of like what I know or I'm familiar with. Yeah. And, Interesting. And so, you know, it's yeah, no, it, it's it's interesting. Che, also, sure. Che, take the fucking cookies and be nice. Take them. Like you don't also Are they warm? If they're warm, you, you, yeah, you, you don't no questions asked. Good for Miranda for not giving the cookies. Yeah. Good that Miranda took them back. I know. I did think it was cute when Shay was like, can I have the cookies? Can I did think that was cute. And Miranda was like, no, they're no. mine now. Yeah. Like a little, little flirty flirt. Yeah. Um, so this leads me to another fucking heartbreaking Steve conversation. Oh. Carrie and Steve, unlikely Brutal. duo. Brutal. They are painting a room. Carrie looks like a fucking idiot wearing beautiful <laughs> heels. I love She's the wearing, shoes. Like, I love the white. Carhartt-esque yeah. overalls. But then she's wearing like Dolce platform strap like heels. five, six inches while painting. Which I think is good to reach the tough spots on the wall. This is true, but she's still like, I mean, that probably, she made her what, 5'7"? Yeah. And People 5'7 is only a ladder. Carrie like stepped in the paint and I was just like, oh, we all knew that was happening. We absolutely knew it was happening. But it's because Steve confronts yes. Carrie and is like, how long have you known? And like, not in yeah. a domineering way, in a no. truly inquisitive and kind of from that painful part where you try to get information about an ex. Yes. We've all done that. About someone you, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. He was fishing about someone who he loves. And directly and, yes. and, and vulnerably. Yes. So he's asking and Carrie's pretty honest with him. Um, she does say something like, you know, Steve says, well, had I did you know she was always interested in women? And then Carrie's oh, yeah. like, it's not about being with women. It's about Che. She just wants Che. And I'm like, I oh, that's almost worse. I, well, yeah, we when we when we both had a visceral reaction to that moment, because I, I mean, I don't know, like, I'm not one to necessarily speak on this, but I feel that um, I don't know, like, I feel like it should be about. Miranda's wanting more. sexuality and wanting more and wanting to explore and wanting to, you know, I guess a Kate, sexually fulfilled life. And I feel yeah. that if it's about an individual that's putting a lot of eggs in that basket and it I again, know. it worries me. I know. I, I mean, we're, we're, we're 
it's coming for a crash and burn. This yeah. is, you know, yeah. Miranda's flying a little too high to the sun. Yeah. I think. Yes. So yes. in this scene, Steve tells Carrie, because Carrie's bonding and saying, you know, I am wearing Big's wedding ring. Like, I can't take it off. I'm not able to move on. And then Steve's point is like, I'm never taking this ring off. Like, I have chosen Miranda. Yes. Ooh, Steve, yes. Steve, Steve. Um, I do you I mean, I, don't know. I, I guess my question is, do you think Steve would be open to some sort of like open marriage or open relationship? It kind of sounded like that's what he was aiming at. Yeah. Kind of like. I'm staying put. Like he's he's standing his ground. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna die in this brownstone, bitch. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, he's accustomed to a certain lifestyle. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't sign a prenup. Um, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I wasn't sure how to interpret that, but I I did. I what I heard was just his absolute love for her, devotion, devotion, yeah. and also in a marriage, you do make a commitment. And the fact is, it's not a commitment like when things are easy and great, I'll choose you. It's like when things are fucking hard and bad, I'm going to still choose you. And that's really a complicated thing because Miranda has every right to choose another path. Yeah. But it's probably hard when the person you're leaving is saying, I'm not going to leave you. I don't know. That makes it like so much harder. Oh, oh, yeah. There was there's been. I mean, he's basically like (laughs) <laughs> He's cockblocking her. So he, there's been some great press by Cynthia Nixon. She's getting there's a lot of questions about like why is Miranda's character doing this, leaving Steve. And Cynthia Nixon is very assured in the decision yeah. to have Miranda's character follow this path. I think that's okay. It too. is absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff that she's and I posted something to Instagram about it. Um, that Miranda as a character. Every person is entitled to relook at their life at any point and say, yes. "Is this what I want or not?" And I think that, and that's probably, and Love I think that. so many people are terrified to do that, so they never do, and they live very unhappy lives. Um, it's an example of somebody who did that. Mm. My, my older sister, when she was in publishing for a long time, oh, right. and she was not happy, and she right. decided later it was it's hard to to change field to twenty. Went to med school and is now like happily married about to have a baby as a doctor and that was a big brave life switch and it's crazy to think because like at the i'm sure when you're trying to make that decision you're like it's gonna be years until i make that until that change actually is complete right and i so i really really admire people who change change course and say all right i am on this one pathway and i'm not liking where it's heading and i need to change it so in that sense i think they've done a great job with miranda's character um but it's been hard to watch because it's not the same miranda that we're used to and for instance in the beginning of this episode it's my first carry tracker i don't need professional help i've got you guys for about another 10 minutes and that Carrie looks longingly at Miranda's delicious baguette and French fries and like is like, oh, I should have gotten the baguette. And Miranda somehow said I should have gotten the soup. No one ever says they should have gotten the soup. No, 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 no. No. And I think it was actually Catherine who sent me this. That someone like was like, this is the first time I realized that Miranda is not Miranda. Miranda would never, <laughs> Miranda would never have given up a baguette for soup. Yeah, no. No, way. that's actually my carry tracker that she actually accepted the baguette. 
and the yes, fries. Yes, yes, you know, usually yes. be like, no, let's split it. Let's like, half and half. Done. I'm taking this. I, I will take your delicious meal. Um, that's actually my carry tracker. Um, that is also my carry tracker. I think I have another carry tracker. Oh, the the other carry tracker I have is, you know, Charlotte's trying to talk about. Sorry, not Charlotte. Miranda's trying to talk about this fun. It's not a fundraising event. It's like a community service event. Yeah. And Carrie is like, I'll just write a check. Oh, yeah. And and I think the punchline was like, I can't have like all the white ladies writing checks at this. Thing. Yeah. But actually, I can't help but notice in this episode how dysfunctional these characters became when they had to do community service. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you can tell this is not, not what they do. Like everyone started just breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, so true. I need this tampon, and I'm having going through like you know, I lost a ring, and I had to do that. Like, just I'm it was wearing a perfect menopause scare. <laughs> yeah, they did. They broke down. The ring's as, going down the sink. As soon as they had to do anything for poor people, they just completely <laughs> collapsed. They just could not. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to think. The we end this episode with Carrie putting her rings back and yeah. texting the. Trig, Mr. Trig. Yeah. The math teacher. Yes. And we're thinking that but, she's might be ready to go on a date. But it also seems like he's kind of a fighter. So he's kind of like willing to. Yeah. He's willing to put up with whatever she's going <laughs> to bring to the table, which good luck. Good luck. But also we have an interesting before we um, conclude, like an interesting plot point with Seema, which I thought was interesting. Yes. And you know this guy. Okay. So Seema is refuses to paint. I like it. It's on brand for her character. And yeah. this guy who owns this club in yeah. the neighborhood of the community service pulls up, starts talking. They have this like, you know, witty, flirty back and forth. And he is H-O-T hot. He's yeah, a he hot is. European rich yeah. guy. And he was actually in the show before. He was there. This is another classic like throwback to a, oh, wait, a really? Character. What he episode was worked, he in? He was Charlotte's date at um, he worked at the Prada store. And how the hell do you know this? I think I saw it online. Okay, okay. So okay. he worked at the Prada store straight, works at Prada, and Carrie brought him for Charlotte at Smith Jared's oh, opening night. Right. He was that sexy Prada guy. I believe. Vaguely remember. I am 80% confident what I'm saying. Okay. Anyway, so I emailed the Miranda. You know what? I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I gmailed that wrong. Um, I, I don't want to pull up IMDb yet, but um, what was also interesting was that I guess it was Seema's birthday. And there were two yes. scenes in which Carrie and Seema are trying to get into some club. Yes. All I have to say is there is no way in hell I'm waiting in line no, at a club no. at 55 years Absolutely old. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Hell no. No. I can barely do it now. No. I can't even do it now. I, I mean, waiting in line now, we were out on Friday night and we came to the conclusion that, what did Erica say? <laughs> our, our One of our past guests, Erica, said, if there's anything I've learned tonight is that I am no longer a young woman. Yeah, absolutely not. No, it was a different world out there that people were outside <laughs> sans coats and warm clothing there were and multiple people Friday night and Saturday night, young people not wearing jackets. Yeah. We just had a nor'easter on Saturday. Yep. 
granted, Sarah and I did that in college. Yeah. No. And we were saying, like, in New York, like, my jacket is my fashion piece. That is the outfit. It is the outfit. You're working the puffer into the look. You are. And the fact that there were people without those jackets. Yeah, it was insane. And so when loud. I, when I tell you, we were sitting at this place called Nurse Betty. Lovely. Lower East Side. Lower East Side. Cute little cocktail bar. Total vibe. And in walks a throng of <laughs> mid 20 year olds. And I say a throng because 20 mid 20 year olds travel in big groups. Yes. And I remember doing this. We yes. went in big groups and the guys started coming in. And then I noticed a lot of the guys didn't have a coat on. They were just yes. wearing like a shitty hoodie or like a cable net sweater or cable net sweater. And clearly it's like the thought process is like a coat's one too bulky. Get it. Okay, it's fucking freezing out. The second is they're either the type that gets so drunk and constantly lose yes. their coat. They're like, I can't lose another coat. But the girls came in and they looked like the cast of Coyote Ugly. Yes. They were wearing high-waisted leather flared pants and like, like tops that you had to like floss top. Yeah, like lace up in the back. Now here I am with my cashmere crew neck sweater, my <laughs> Everlane boot cut chino pants tucked in with chunky boots. I looked like you looked great. I thought I looked great. And then and I you looked realized comfortable. I was comfortable and warm. I had a hat and yes. scarf. The, it was crazy. All night we would walk around. We'd see people without coats on. Yeah. It was a fucking nor'easter. Like, I think if you're not wearing, like, I even felt weird because I had had a knit sweater on that was low cut. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I look so hard. Like, I know. I'm trying so okay, hard. Okay, so I am confirmed. I have confirmed it. Sorry, just backtrack. Yes. He was he was Tony in Sex in the City, the guy that I'm just talking about. The yes, um, Verdesima, whatever. Yeah. So the no codes. We actually put a poll on our Instagram. If you were out, not even New York City. If you were out in like a city this weekend, and the weather was crazy, were young people not wearing coats? It happened last night in our building. We have these like young people in our building now, and we were walked through to go take Cece for a walk, and they they were just like six of them taking pictures with these we have these giant mirrors in our building yes and they weren't wearing coats they're waiting for their uber insane uh, crazy whatever but maybe there's something we don't know so like i want you to go on reddit and figure this out because i'm not able to this happens both nights people this happened both nights in a row is there something we need to know so Tess, about this post Tessa messaged us and yeah. she said, oh, wait, this is what she said. It me 15 years ago. Coats are coats are so bulky. So I think it's because you're going to go somewhere and you don't want the bulk of the coat. No, I know because we did that in college. I know. But when you're I'm sorry, but if you live in New York, you got to look good and you got to look cool. I know. And not wearing a jacket isn't cool like you don't look cool you look like you're trying hard you know what's weird though i think there were some just psychos out this weekend because i was in <laughs> i was in i was in target this today and it was it's cold out it's like 20 degrees here this girl was wearing a jean mini skirt oh boy was it black denim yeah it was black denim. okay that's more acceptable. But her, like her legs were beat red oh, from no, the they, cold. The, there were no tights? No tights. Okay, 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 okay. This is out of control. It's out of control what people are doing. Like, just dress appropriate for the weather. And I hate the passive aggressiveness of like, are you cold? Yeah, I would never, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be no, that no, bitch. No, 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 no. I hate when people are like, you're like, I am cold. But my, <laughs> this is the outfit I wanted to yeah, wear. Yeah, yeah. But in this yeah. case, I thought it was inappropriate to see people It was insane. We were climbing through snow. What the fuck? Okay, anyway. Anyway, so, speaking of fashion. Oh my God, she's fashion roadkill. Um, okay, my positive Miranda 
fashion call out is I loved her little olive green silk number in the beginning. Yes. <laughs> I loved Carrie's, oddly enough, I, I, I would never wear, well, maybe I would wear something like this, when she was meeting up with the guy on the date, the teacher for the date. Yeah. Like the white sheer kind of like Western blouse that was tucked into like a black. There was just a lot of pattern on pattern, but it was all black and white. I it thought it was cute. really cool. She's actually done a lot of, black and white yes tons of black and white i think that's like the play on the grieving widow yes um, yes (laughs) so bunch of good fashion so there is something funny that we were talking about because next week is the season finale yes and we were saying like well where the fuck is aiden (laughs) like where's aiden and i so i i went to google this yeah because we were like i was saying like i'm pretty sure like he said he was confirmed like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw that, like, yeah. nine times on oh, Instagram. Okay, so what we've now come to realize <laughs> is he's not most likely, I think I'm, I would say 90% sure he's not going to be in it, unless okay. it's, like, a flashback. So I go and I click on this article and it says, like, John Corbett, like, will be in the series. <laughs> Technically, is it, was maybe this was just a publicity piece by John himself, because it said, he's quoted as saying, I'm going to do the show, he said, adding, I think I might be in quite a few episodes. I like all those people. They've been very nice to me. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's definitely not in a few because there's only one episode. (laughs) Okay, first off, is is that not like the saddest thing you've ever heard? Like, they're they're definitely going to call me. I just just know they will. Sarah and I go way back. And I'm sure she's like, you know what, John? After that insane performance in Serendipity with him doing the flute, like a, like, you know, that one is that meme that's like all over online right now. They're like, absolutely not. You have lost all privileges after those like hideous performances. He's been in a bunch of like B, B list, C list movies. Oh, yeah. He wasn't my big fat Greek wedding. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Maybe there's some <gasps> lingering resentment about SGP. Any I don't know. predictions? We just watched the sneak peek. Any predictions for the next episode? Um. So I know that Chris Noth got cut out of the finale because it was going to be a flashback. Because I, I believe oh. I believe she's going to be dropping the ashes in Paris because the. OK, interesting. I, I think that. I'm almost positive. Okay. So does that kind of confirm that they didn't know that about these allegations before? Yes. I'm pretty sure that Big was always going to die, but I'm sure there were more flashback scenes that he's in. I think they cut out. That makes sense. Notice the the editing in the show is bizarre. Until this episode, it was extremely bizarre. Like, we still have never received closure on what was beeping in Carrie's apartment. There's okay, <laughs> and we shouldn't. Yeah, and we shouldn't. I would like to know. So personally. there's been a lot of like couple things that have been a little bit off about the show, and maybe it's because they cut out a ton of stuff in which there was like flashbacks with Chris Noth. I'm pretty sure he obviously he's cut from that. I think she's going to be dropping the ashes in Paris. He loved it. It's where they had that big finale of the <laughs> Sex and the City. Yeah, you know whatever. Um, I think that Miranda and Shay are. Yeah, I really. Oh, it seems like Miranda's choosing either love or an internship, which feels a little like the hills to me. It, it, no, yeah. What's that show where no. the girl's like, I didn't go to Paris. No, it, it does feel like Lauren Conrad Conrad from Laguna Beach slash the hills. Chose, like 
was it Steven? I don't know. Steven. Okay, Gilly, <laughs> I don't know anything about this, but it's like, it's that trope of like the choosing the internship or love. And I, oh, and I so really stupid. hope Miranda. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't Do, know. Are we don't rooting know. for her and Shay? But it's annoying that you have to choose. Choose. Like in life, you usually don't. You it just you you make it work. Yeah, you know? and it's yeah. like you're a 55 year old for an internship. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. I, I think you've got more stuff going on. Like I think I would like just maybe choose, choose love at 55. That's true. <laughs> like I don't know. Do you really want to be an intern? Because oh yeah, that's true. Being an intern at 55 is rough. Um, and then my prediction for Charlotte, I don't know. I is she gonna continue being a great mom? Like I just like there's not much there. Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Charlotte is a good mom, not a great mom. Hang on tight. And then they're they're gonna have some kind of like very prideful uh Bob Bay Mitzvah. Oh, right. A they mitzvah, right? I think it's supposed to be like, because it's bar and bot. So I think it's bay. Oh, a bay mitzvah. mitzvah. Which is kind of cute. It's kind of cute. Yeah. And like, there's like rainbow uh, yarmulkes. I, okay. I thought it was a they mitzvah. And I was like, I don't know about that. And just like that. <laughs> that might be that too term. far. So, I know they had that like bizarre Holocaust comment. Oh my God. Wait, you have to bring that. was actually really okay. funny. Also, I think this week was Holocaust remembrance. It was a day for the Holocaust. <laughs> oh, so I thought it was a little bit odd time. But um, <laughs> Anthony brings a date over to Shabbat dinner. Yeah. And the date goes something like, are you guys Jewish? Is this a Jewish thing? A Jewish dinner? And they was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And he's like, oh, you know, the Holocaust was the Holocaust was a yeah. hoax. Yeah. And then Anthony's like, get out. <laughs> Anthony was like, get out. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I liked that a lot. It was so weird. Um, yeah. So I think that's the, I think that's it for this episode. Yeah, that's it, folks. Um, we will see you next week so i'm looking at my notes right now and yeah. it's just like i wrote like i'm uncomfortable <laughs> he's a cutie oh my <laughs> god like, like pretty much just like this show gives you nothing to like really deeply work with no. other than just like little surface comments um oh, but yeah guys so next week is mm -hmm. the finale so tune in we're gonna have some special guests some loyal Miranda fans. Yes. And I hope everyone has a fantastic week and happy Lunar New Year. Happy Lunar New Year. And uh, we'll see you next time, our little bay mitzvahs. Well, buy little tampons. Buy little <laughs> tampons. Ew. No. <laughs> no, that's it.